It's Thursday, February 16, 2017. It's a priority for the Trump administration to fix our broken regulatory system. Trump repeals anti-corruption regulation for the fossil fuel industry. Crews are still cleaning up after a major oil pipeline was struck, spilling oil across a highway in Collin County. From the folks bringing you the Dakota Access Pipeline, another major spill. Good news for breathers, bad news for coal miners in Arizona. U.S. emissions still declining, plus... This is really badly contaminated. Scientists discover man-made toxic chemicals in the deepest part of the ocean. All of those disturbing discoveries and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Better to get your news directly from the president. In fact, it might be the only way to get the unvarnished truth. Just for the record, that's the chairman of the U.S. House Science Committee. We're screwed. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, before we get started, I just want to note that we are now heading into our ninth year of the Green News Report. We have been doing this for eight years. And my thanks to those of you who stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to help us continue to connect the climate change dots. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Now, on to the news. A big win on Wednesday for the fossil fuel industry. President Trump signed a repeal of an anti-corruption measure in the Dodd-Frank banking oversight law that would have required U.S. oil companies to disclose to the Securities and Exchange Commission any payments that they make to foreign governments for drilling and mining rights. It was similar to provisions in the EU created in part to help citizens in developing nations fight government corruption, bribery, and tax evasion. Fast repeal of that anti-corruption provision was a big priority for the fossil fuel industry and Republicans. New U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson personally lobbied against it back when he was ExxonMobil CEO. White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer painted the repeal as crucial for small business. Misguided federal regulations such as the SEC rule inflict real cost on the American people and put our businesses especially small businesses, at a significant disadvantage. Because, you know, ExxonMobil is a small business. The Standing Rock Sioux Tribe and Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe this week filed a new court challenge to the Dakota Access Pipeline to overturn the Army Corps of Engineers' sudden approval of a final permit as ordered by the Trump administration. Now, in a story that got buried when it happened, that Trump order, it came just days after yet another major pipeline rupture, this time near Dallas, Texas. Struck by construction equipment, the high-pressure pipeline spilled 600,000 gallons of crude oil. It was the second spill on that new one-year-old pipeline. And I want to underscore that. This pipeline began operation in mid-2016. It has already spilled twice, but no need to worry about that same company and their Dakota Access Pipeline. I'm sure it'll all be fine. Meanwhile, man-made toxic chemicals have contaminated even the deepest reaches of the ocean. According to a new study, tiny shrimp-like animals collected deep in the Pacific Ocean's Mariana Trench, seven miles below the surface, are heavily contaminated with man-made 
man-made chemicals like PCBs at levels similar to the most polluted waterways in the world. In an interview with NPR, biologist Alan Jameson said they were shocked at their findings. Every sample we had had contaminants in it at very high or extraordinarily high levels. PCBs were banned decades ago but persist in the environment and may have been absorbed by plastic pollution in the ocean that settled to the bottom. At high levels, seven miles below the surface of the ocean. Yep. Wow. Good news for breathers in Arizona. The Navajo Generating Station coal-fired power plant in northern Arizona, one of the biggest polluters in the nation, will close in two years, its owners announced this week, because cheap natural gas has made it unprofitable to run. That's bad news, however, for more than 900 coal mine and power plant workers. Tribal environmental activists with the Navajo Nation are pushing their leaders and state officials to develop renewable energy projects to create new jobs. Like solar energy? Well, they do have that in Arizona. There is a little bit of sun out there. Finally, some good news. Despite a rise in economic and industrial growth in the U.S., U.S. annual emissions of greenhouse gases have continued to drop a little, declining a little more than 2% over 2015, according to the latest data. The EPA says more electric utilities are switching away from coal to cleaner burning natural gas, plus a decrease in electricity demand thanks to energy efficiency and warmer winter temperatures, reducing heating demand. Annual U.S. emissions have declined 11% below 2005 levels. Well, we'll turn that around soon enough. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Once again, our thanks to those of you who stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to help the Green News Report stay on the air for what will now be our ninth year. Boy, oh boy. Thank you very much, Desi. I think. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. So